Hello everyone and welcome to the Nutrition Bits and Bites podcast. On each episode of Nutrition Bits and Bites, we share a topic from the intriguing world of nutrition. My name is Katherine Pisano and I'm a dietetic intern at the University of St. Joseph and I'll be your guest host for today's episode. Today we are going to talk all about kombucha. So basically, what is kombucha? In the most simple of terms, it is a fermented tea. So it's a probiotic, and a probiotic is something that contains bacteria that is good in the right amounts for your gut health and contributes to your own microbiome within your intestinal tract. And kombucha is mostly made of lactobacillus bacteria. Um, however, every type of kombucha varies and differs um, in its types of bacteria. Other types of probiotic foods include anything that's pickled, so pickles or sauerkraut or kimchi, um, and then yogurt or kefir, and even some hard cheeses as well. And then other things um, like tempeh, too, are probiotics because they are fermented products. So probiotics are really important, especially when um, you're put on heavy dosages of antibiotics um, because of whatever medical reason. It's important to have the probiotic to keep a healthy population of good bacteria in your gut so that you don't have overgrowths of bad ones and then develop things like E. coli or C. diff. And not only is kombucha high in probiotics, it also um, develops B vitamins like B1, B6, and B12 um, when the sugar is fermented and the yeast is breaking that down. So it's a good source of that too. Kombucha is produced by the SCOBY. So SCOBY, spelled S-C-O-B-Y, stands for Symbiotic Colony of Bacteria and Yeast. And the SCOBY basically looks like a small tan pancake that's kind of slimy because it's always in liquid. And so in order to make your own kombucha at home, if you want to go that far other than just buying it in the store, is to first obtain a SCOBY. So a lot of people will get one from someone they know with a little bit of starter. Otherwise, you can buy a bottle of kombucha at the store and you just have to leave it you know, at room temperature on the counter for a week or so and it will grow its own very small SCOBY pancake that you can then brew into larger batches. And basically to make kombucha, it feeds best off of black tea. You can use other types of tea like green tea, however it really ferments best using black tea. So you want to brew the black tea and let it cool down to room temperature or below room temperature. And then you're going to basically add in some sugar and then add in your scoby and a little bit of the starter com- or the kombucha that was left over from the last batch or that you just started with and bought from the store in that bottle. And then that is going to be covered with either a cheesecloth or a paper towel, something that allows air to get in but seal seal that around the edge of the jar with a rubber band. Now, I say jar. It's really important to use a glass jar for this. The SCOBY does not like metal 
metal spoons or metal containers at all. And also using plastic kind of, it's hard to clean and, you know, if there's small cracks in the plastic um, mold or other unwanted bacteria can grow in there. So glass is the best thing to use. So then once you have your combination of kombucha, liquid, sugar, tea, and SCOBY covered, you just want to leave it um, on the counter in kind of a darker corner. You don't want it to have any direct sunlight hitting it or direct light for about 7 to 10 days. So kombucha basically ferments at the optimal temperature of 68 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit. So if it's a little colder, you know, in the winter time, you might want to leave it for 10 days because it'll ferment more slowly. But if it's summertime and it's warmer out, you don't have the air conditioning on, you're probably going to want, only want to leave it for about 7 days. And then after these 7 to 10 days, you will take the jar and you're going to divvy up the liquid into individual bottles if you want or just one large um other jar and this is when you can flavor it so um, I really like to do ginger lemon and turmeric so I'll just blend up lemon juice with some fresh ginger and turmeric in my Vitamix and then pour that a little bit of that puree into each of my individual kombucha bottles but you could leave it plain if you just want a plain like tea kind of flavor um, or you could do flavors like blueberry or I've done peach or just lemon Anything you want, really. You can get creative with it. So you want to put it into the bottles, and then most people like their kombucha to be a little fizzy. So you want to cover the bottles tight. Either they have a screw on top, or it's like a soda bottle, and you pop the cork in, and you want to put those aside for about two to three days. So basically, for the first seven to ten days, you're letting the air get at the SCOBY, and the SCOBY is aerobic and anaerobic um, when it ferments. So leaving it for the first seven to ten days is the aerobic um, fermentation where it's producing gas, but the gas is being released out into the room because you have just that paper towel over the top. So then the second fermentation, when you have it in the sealed tight bottles, there's no air or minimum air. And that's the anaerobic um, fermentation process. So that gas is not able to be released, so it stays in the bottle and creates that fizzy, almost soda-like kombucha. And then after the two to three days on the counter, you just want to put the kombucha in the fridge to slow down the fermentation so it doesn't ferment any further um, because it'll turn to vinegar and it won't taste very good. And then it's ready to drink and you should probably drink it within a week. You know, probably make a batch for the week, drink it, and then make a new batch. So that works out perfectly with the timing for it. And that's really the basic overview on what kombucha is and how to make it at home if you wanted to. It's really um, becoming more of a popular drink out there and I know not a lot of people know the science of what goes into it. So it's good to get that out there and answer any questions you may have had about kombucha. Until next time, this is Catherine signing off for Nutrition Bits and Bites. Nutrition Bits and Bites is not meant as a substitute for a physician's care. Check with your physician if you suspect you have a medical condition that needs attention.